Hey Rams fans, JB Long here to tell you about NFL All Day. With NFL All Day, all your favorite Rams highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find moments for all your favorite Rams players on NFLAllDay.com. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great week, and thank you for spending part of it with us. Our latest edition of Rams Revealed, presented by NFL All Day. I'm your host, J.B. Long, and I am pleased to be joined by rookie running back Kyron Williams this week, 22-year-old from St. Louis by way of Notre Dame, so we share an alma mater, fifth-round pick of your Los Angeles Rams. Welcome, Kyron. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It's another blessed day in Los Angeles. I'm happy to hear that's your attitude because I feel like I'm putting you in a tough spot, right? <laughs> uh, you're not here to answer for the team's 3-6 and six record no. nor their current losing streak. Uh, but I am curious about your observations. Uh, just coming back to the facility with where this team is at the mid- midway point of the season, what's the temperature around here? Um, probably as, as, as you would expect it, you know. Um, a little jogginess, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's still that mentality that there's still work to be done. You said, like like you said, we're at three and six, but there's still nine more, eight more opportunities left to make sure that you know, we're not where we're at right now in the, at the end of the season. So I just feel like at the end of the day, we have the guys who are in this building who are willing to work and put in the work to get where we need to be. And I just feel like come Wednesday, come practice, that's how it's going to be. That's just going to be the mentality and the, the attitude of practice come Wednesday. Yeah. We'll touch on the state of the Rams a little bit more later on in this program, including a preview of the trip to New Orleans. Uh, but let's get into what I will probably refer to as your NFL debut. Mm-hmm. I know technically well, yeah. not true. Did it feel like that for you yesterday? Um, no, not really, because I kind of knew what to expect, you know, from just that atmosphere wise. Mm-hmm. Um, from, you know, from the Bills game, I was able to get one one play in exactly. So I kind of knew what kickoff was going to be like. I knew what the fans were going to be like. So I knew what to come, knew what to expect coming into the game. So I wasn't really jacked up on energy. I was more like an even keel. Like when I get my chance, I'm going to go in there and do what I got to do. But, um, you know, I was just, I had a little win yesterday. Like, like, like you said, my first NFL debut got through the game safe, um, healed and injury free. And, you know, it's just, it was like that little thing to me that like, you know, as a team we lost, but I kind of had a little win in that in that little situation, I guess. And I know you're intent on contributing to the kicking yes. game, as you did in the opener against Buffalo, but you were drafted as a running back, and that was your first game on offense, yes. which had to feel special. It felt, it, it was amazing. It, it, like, literally, it was a dream come true. Like, they got me in there early. I didn't get the ball, but it was just being able to see the off, see the defense the first quarter, like when, you know, the stakes aren't where they were at the end of the game. So, you know, things were still close. So, it was just like being able to be like, dang, I'm in the NFL game right now. Like I'm lined up. I see the linebackers. I see J.J. Watt in front of me. I'm like, let's go. Like this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. So it was so fun to be out there. And up in the stands, some members of your family? Yes. My mom and my little sister were here. My sister, she had got on a 5 o'clock um, Saturday morning flight to come here um, to spend the night. Uh, literally Sunday and leave she left at 4 30 this morning so like she literally came to the game to see me see me play and just be together as a family so that was a blessing I remember from your draft video how exuberant your family (laughs) was uh where you were heading the franchise you were going to be playing for what you had accomplished I saw you said yesterday in the postgame locker room that that jersey's going to your mother 100% she I was like that's the one thing that came to my mind was like I got this jersey I took my jersey off my pass I was like there's no way I'm giving this back. Like, this is my first NFL jersey. Like, after what happened eight weeks ago, like, I'm going to keep this. Like, this is my mm-hmm. gift to my mom. Like, look at all the hard work. It's finally 
it's kind of paid off. And I, I say kind of because I'm not where I want to be. Uh, but I got to my first goal of playing an NFL game. So, like, that's just, you know, scratch off the list that she's literally since I was five years old, she knew what I wanted to do. And I was able to finally accomplish that last night. Question I've never thought of before. Do you autograph a jersey for a family member? Yeah. Well, okay. not I didn't autograph it but i just left a note like this is the first one mom first of many like love you i thank you for everything that you've done i didn't i did sign i just signed your baby boy that's it so now kind of sort of but it's more it's more intimate with my, with my mother and you are her baby boy right yes i am she, she only has, boy too only yes. boy okay yeah. but she signed up to be a part of a football family i know all throughout your family tree mm-hmm. there are football yes, connections my uncle, right her two bro well her um Older brother, Darren, or my uncle Darren, he played at Kansas State. He was a linebacker there, played all four years, and then came back and coached to, to coached as well. So there's a lot of football in our family for sure, both sides. Right. Let's just kind of finish up week 10 against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, tough to see Cooper go down yeah. early in that fourth quarter. Is that part of what stings about the loss is losing a leader and a captain? I feel like whenever you lose somebody, a part of your team is always going to hurt a little worse especially mm-hmm. after a loss but you know losing someone like Coop like who's just a main vocal point in, of this team you know not just the offense but of the team as a whole and you know somebody that we all look up to and I know I do for sure like when we're at practice like I gotta work just as hard as him but like you know that's not gonna change because like I said the guys that we have in this building like strong mentality strong work ethic that you know when when a guy like Coop does go down you gotta work 10 times harder to make sure that you like there's no drop off from when he was in there and when he wasn't in there so I feel like this is going to be even bigger bigger of a challenge for us as an offense you know not having one of our star players out there so you got to be able to really connect as an offense come together as one and really play um, Rams football, Brandon Rams football that we know. Yeah. Kyron, am I correct that you've had a fairly healthy career yes. uh, through high school and college uh, before your experience here early with the Rams? Yes. So, so what was that like? What did you learn from your first rehab stint? It was different. You know, I like, it was something, it wasn't, at, at the end of the day, it was all the same, which was adversity. Like I felt, dealt with adversity in football, not in like high school, not getting recruited like I wanted to, or, you know, not being able to get enough film I guess whatever it's just adversity in general that's just it never changes and this one came in a different form you know in a form like you said I wasn't used to so I had to attack it at a, on a different in a different way like I couldn't no longer attack things physically because that's how I do when adversity hits you know I just want to go work that's all I gotta do I can go if adversity hits I'll go go work out and all of that stuff will kind of go away I'll just work out the pain kind of in a way but with an injury you can't do that physically so you got to resort back to what how can I and I found out mentally like when I was in this, like the darkest place, like the darkest spots I've been in my life, I made it comfortable for me. Like I made it comfortable for myself. Like it's only gonna like when I figured out if your mind is as strong, your body will follow. And like I, I got I got into that rhythm when I started reading books and just started just thinking and talking to myself out loud. Like and I just it's amazing how it works. And like it's always it's always God, but like you, you'd be surprised what your mind can do for your body for sure yeah. when you really dive down deep into it and want to become and find out who you are before i lose the thread let me follow up on that recruiting mention yeah. there i mean you you wound up at notre dame on scholarship you had some big right. time offers too was it the star rating what were you not pleased with coming out of high school it wasn't even like it was it's, it's like it's kind of a situation situation from where i'm from is if if you know you know type so like from 2016 2019 those those three years that's kind of i got into high school 2015 graduated in 2019 but 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019 class in St. Louis, those were like the big recruiting classes. Those were all, everybody that was in those classes, you know, that's what brought those schools to St. Louis and got finally recruiting, you know. So, 
and then there are these other schools. I'm at, I'm at Viani. I'm at this other this five A school, and there's other schools that are two A, three A, all this other stuff, and all these kids are getting these offers. I'm telling you about like kids were getting five offers a day, and like these same schools would come into St. Louis, and they wouldn't come to my school. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what am I not doing? Like, I I got all the film. Like, I'm over here working. I got, I'm doing a thousand yards, all of this stuff. Like. What, what what is wrong like then and that's kind of where i found my work ethic because like i take that as a version that's where i found my work ethic is i'm not going to get recruited so i'm gonna go work 10 times harder than mm-hmm. what all these other kids are doing like i don't care i know at the end of the day if i work harder it's, it's all going to pay off and that's kind of that developed like my sophomore year when i was like dang like i'm really getting overlooked like i'm really not getting these offers like i should be and then started my sophomore year we won state and then my junior year, we won state again. Or no, my junior year, we got to the semis, didn't win state. My senior year, we won state. And like after that sophomore year, I started seeing those offers come. And that's when like my junior year, boom, that's when Notre Dame, Michigan, Mizzou, like all those big time schools, they started coming. And I'm like, dang, like I'm glad that it happened now. But like I just know like before nobody was, nobody knew who I was. Like I, so that's kind of like I kind of resort back to that every throughout the whole stage of football I've kind of been like that you know kind of been the overlooked type of guy and that's just as a person that's just who I am and that's why my work that I think is so hard because I know nobody will outwork me and I know that if I work hard enough or something I'll get to where I want to be that's a great answer it's a long and story for that, sure. <laughs> uh, no it's fine and, and I hope that your response to physical adversity for yes. the first time in your career bears similar fruit uh, mm-hmm. here with the Los Angeles Rams how about friends teammates that you've bonded with that you've leaned on in year one to help you get through to this moment now in your career yeah, so I just think like um, older guys like Brian Allen, he was in there doing his treatment when I was doing mine. And he's the type of guy that always has like high energy, you know, like whether if it's, he's down up or down. Like I just feel like every time that I talk to BA or be around BA, he's saying something funny. He knows a whole lot about a lot of every like a lot of everything. I always got facts about something. And I just felt like just having those type of guys that like who don't take things always so serious like you know or, or, or like show you that you know you can relax in this building you can't have fun with all that stuff so i just feel like guys are like like that like benny sco and coming from notre dame and um rob Havenstein, who just it's, it's the little things that you know those some of these guys did from when i was hurt that like they would never realize like if you would have said hi to me like if he's like if you would have said hi to me i'd be like that would have made my day like i was just looking to like feel like as if i was part of this team and you know those guys did that yeah Let's get to our uh, NFL all-day play of the game. And uh, you talk about some of the contributors, some of the people you've bonded with in the offensive side of the football. I know you're not getting the results you want to on offense, but there was a play against the Cardinals that you told me you feel like exemplifies who the Rams can be and are going to be in the second half of the schedule. Yeah, like you said, I think it was that that tight end screen to uh, Tyler Higbee. And not only because we got 25 yards, but he broke tackles. He made four or five yards after contact, and he got up electrified. Like, it's those... And I feel like Higgs, he brings that every day to practice, from the game, to the weight room, to re, like recovering. Like He's one person that I look at like, and I try to follow because he does everything to, to the T, to the right. Like He's somebody that I know. Like, he's, like he's, He wants to be great. He's going to be great. And I just know that. You know, I just follow him um, from what he does. But it shows on the field as well. Like After that play, we, our offense got going. We got into the end zone. We scored later that drive, and they, we got back into the game. So I feel like he gave us that initial electrifying play that we needed. Yeah. Tell us about the dynamic in the running back room. I know you're all desperate uh, to help this offense get off the ground. Uh, Cam, Daryl, uh, Ronnie Rivers has been there. Malcolm Brown brought a veteran presence to help you get to this moment. What's going on in there, and what are some of the conversations you're having? Uh, I think as a running back room, like 
what is so unique about us is with so many other moving parts going on and so many so much criticism being brought to this offense is that we're we're all together as one. Hmm. Like we know we know that what we have to do is not all going to rely on just one person. We know that it takes it's going to take all of us in that room to make sure that this offense is successful and then everybody in every single room, whether it's offensive line, tight end, receiver, um, running backs, it doesn't matter. Like we need every single every single individual to really buy in to give to what. We need for this offense to get to where we want to be, and I just feel like as a running back, that's it's on us to bring that every day. Whether that's practice, whether that's game, it's just like we're like the stone. Us and O line are like the the foundation of the offense. You know, uh, we they initially protect the quarterback. We're the second to separate quarterback, and they're they're blocking and we're running. Like so, we're kind of like the foundation, and like we need to be able to be on all cylinders and be on all the same communication for us to get to where we want to need to be. And I just feel like. We're gonna. Um, we have great people in our room to do that, like Daryl, Cam, Ronnie, Malk, um, veteran. Like they know what it takes, and they're gonna keep leading the way. Talk about a foundation piece in the backfield. Uh, Steven Jackson has been a special part of your upbringing, yeah. uh, your football story. The Rams' career leader in rushing yardage was actually here today, shooting a special project that the Rams are working on. Before we, uh, before he left, uh, we asked him if he'd take a moment to pass along a bit of advice to you. I'd like to give you a listen to it here. Kyron, I would say first and foremost, congratulations. Uh, getting some, getting some little burn in the game, regular season game, as well as getting in the stat sheet is big. Um, I'm sure as a as a young man, something you dreamed about, and once you get there, what happened and you know what you experienced yesterday quite not be what you thought you'd feel, but yet you know you did it. So um, I would say. My advice to sustain and have a long career for yourself is to make sure you take care of yourself. And that goes to uh, doing all the things outside of the building, you know, constantly work on your body, constantly work towards rehab and refining yourself. Also, um, that's physically taking care of yourself, but also educate yourself. Uh, make sure you learn the game, the X's and O's of the game. Um, concepts, what, what is the offensive coordinator asking you to do in that team. The more you understand about the game, the more value you, you give your talent uh, and yourself to be successful on the football field. And I think lastly, um, find a sense of purpose outside of yourself and what you want to accomplish um, in your career on the football field. But if you can find whatever that passion is outside of the game, and I believe when those times of darkness may come, it'll sustain you until the next uh, until the next touchdown or the next season comes to give you new hope, right? And I think the, when you could do those things, you give yourself a chance uh, to stick around for a very, very long time. Good luck. Oh, we really appreciate Steven doing that. And you yeah, ask so. him for a favor like that, you never know like how much of his time or how much of his thought you're going to be able to borrow from. That was deep. Yeah, it was. It was like... It was like deeper than the surface, and it kind of in a way because like, so some advice he could have gave me like, look, hit the hole when you see it, or you know, be patient, impress it, treat the linebackers, you know, just like a simple football talk. But he kind of he made it deeper than just football, and more about a life and how like if you find your, that's crazy he said that because like, I've been trying to find that, find a way of you know how I can balance football and my life because I know. I'm not just a football player. I'm way more than that. You know, I just, football is just something I love to do. Like, that's just, I've been doing that since second grade. That's all I know. That's all I've ever known. Like, 
I just enjoy that. But I think I have a bigger purpose in this life. And like, you know, I'm just, I'm young. I'm still 22 and I'm still on that journey to find that. And it's crazy he said that because like, I feel like I can give back so much more be because of the game that I play. And I can glorify of God's name through this game and just be there to help the people who, who I was in their position when I was young, you know, just give them a, a reality to a dream that, you know, they don't, they could, they can really see and believe and accomplish. Yeah. Given what you just said, you may not have a final answer to this, but are there other hobbies, other interests you have besides football, or has that been all-consuming for the first 22 years of your life? I swear, it, it sounds crazy, and I, I really don't like saying it. It's just like, football is all I know. And, like, I enjoy doing a lot of things, like being with my family, being with my friends, but, like, when it comes down to it where I find my, my like, the purest me and who I am as a person, it's just when I get on that football field, like, it allows me to escape I don't go on my, like, when we're at practice, it's three hours, there's no phones, there's no nothing. It's literally just you, the football, the coaches, the plays, all of that stuff. And that's just where I feel most comfortable at in my life. But like I said, like, there's so much more finding, discovering that I have to do to find myself. And, like, um, I think I started that, that process during these injuries because I was able to, you know, finally sit back and think about, well, what, what am I going to do now, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I can't play football, so... You're just going to sit in this house and just drain all the way the time away until football comes back? No, I just had to, you know, just really find out what I enjoy and what I want in this life. Yeah. One other piece that I want to follow up on there, the mastery of the X's and the O's. I feel like you yeah. are a very high football IQ individual. What about some of those concepts he's referring to? How much have you tapped into what Sean McVay and the offensive staff here have to offer? That's something like I can't wait for in my years to come. Like I cannot wait to start talking like Coach McVay, start talking like Matt, like start talking like Coop. Like it's not English, it's football. You know, yeah. like they talk the football language, and I can't even start to explain it because um, I'm not really. I do have a great IQ of the game, but I'm not really in depth to it where I can just start right now out of nowhere and start just, you know, scrambling off things. Like, I got to be in the mode. I got to be all that stuff. But, like, that's, like I said, that's something I'm, I cannot wait to look forward to in the offseason, you know, just being able to learn this game of football. That, you know, because there's so much more than what people think. People think you just get the ball and run. Like, so much, there's way more than what I have to do as a running back to make sure that there's a successful gain of yards. Like, I, like, I just can't wait. <laughs> I just, it's hard to explain. I just, it's, yeah. Hearing you speak, I'm reminded you were a captain in college, yes. right? Could you see yourself in a leadership role with this organization as your career develops? 100%. Like, and it's nothing that like I try to do. It's nothing I like. Oh, I'm gonna go out here and just try to be the the biggest, or not the biggest, but like just try to be the biggest motivator that I can be. Mm -hmm. to, you know, no, it's just, bro. When I say like I love this game, like I really love this game, and when I come out there, like. I'm quiet outside of everything else, but I'm on that field like I'm a I'm a chatterbird. Like I'm talking. It's just <laughs> it's not only just for the team, but it's also for me too. Like I I, I think out loud. I'm thinking out loud. I'm talking out, I'm talking out loud just so I can hear myself talk, but also so other people can you know feed off that energy that I bring. Like it's just it's a natural born energy that I've had in me since I was young. Like my my dad's the same way. My mom's the same way. Like very emotional people, and I just feel like this game. I have all the emotions when it comes to this game, and it just it just flows out of me. I'm not going to lie. I needed some of that emotion to turn the corner and get ready for New Orleans. Come on. I'm not sure if this cup of coffee or if it's the juice you're bringing that's getting me uh, there. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Never been. Never played in the Superdome? Never. No. We didn't even get – no, I never got close. I was trying to think of any bowl games that we might have been in, but I don't – I took a look. I didn't see any. Yeah, so this will be a first for first you. First for sure. Real quick, your style, modern NFL running back, kind of the label that uh, I think was applied to you rightly coming out of Notre Dame. Now that you've had a taste, you've kind of been through an offseason program, to what extent 
Do you think that's true? How confident are you in your abilities that are going to translate to the league? I don't even know what a moderate NFL running back. How about like your receiving background? I okay. think that helps. Uh, your defensive yeah. background mentality, yeah. and mentality and how it lends itself to pass pro. I, yeah, I've, I feel like I do bring a lot of different things to the table. Um, and it's, like you said, the receiving, the running, and I just feel like my mentality, like I have a can't-be-denied mentality. Like like I, this, the couple runs that I did have this past weekend, like my whole mentality was I'm going to run you over just so y'all know. Like I'm not playing. Like I'm not – I'm bringing that every single time, but like that's not also that's not all what I can do. I'll, I'll try to run you over, and then I'll try to make you miss. I feel like I can bring so much to the table, and I like you said, I think it does fit the NFL and kind of this offense like good. And I just I'm gonna be patient for when my time comes, but when the time comes, I know it's gonna. I'm like I gotta take it and run off with it. So like I said, just I'm not mad or not tripping about anything that I didn't get. I'm just excited for the future I'm, I'm literally just excited to be here every day like if i can come in here this building and be a los angeles rams every day i'm blessed whether if i get five carries or if i get 20 carries it doesn't matter at the end of the day i'm living my dream life well said Kyron. all right you're in the stretch run we'll finish with the segment we call three and out our weekly uh segment that uh if you get all three answers right uh results in a donation to the la rams foundation on your behalf okay uh, it's an interesting time to be asking this question, but I want you to fill in this blank. Notre Dame's biggest rival is? USC. That's good to hear from your generation because, you know, since I've been in South Bend, yeah. a few things have changed, right? ACC affiliation. No, ACC, no. You know, Clemson. No. No. Boston College is this week, Boston, though, and that's yes. the one you got to be careful with because their answer to that question is Notre Dame. Yeah. See, I feel like everybody is rivals with Notre Dame. A lot of people are rivals with Notre Dame, but Notre Dame isn't rivals with everybody that claims they'd be rivals with them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> am I correct that 2019 at home, you had a great game against the Trojans? A couple of touchdowns, 138, but you were robbed of the chance to play at the Coliseum by the pandemic? Year? Yes. Do I have that correct? Yes. So your only taste of college football in Los Angeles was at the Rose Bowl? Nope. Not the Coliseum. Because the Rose Bowl was in Dallas. Aha. Because of COVID. So I haven't played football in, in Los Angeles, no, ever. How about that? Actually, Stanford. We played Stanford out here. But it was not Los Angeles, but we played Stanford in California. Got it. Got it. Okay, so that was question number one. Number two, what is your favorite tattoo and why? Hmm. Got a lot of tattoos. I would say, um, I'd probably say my leg. And it says, the quote, it says, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And I don't know, I'm just a dreamer. Like, ever since I was young and like I, five years old, you asked my mom, I told her I wanted to be in the NFL. Like, that's all I ever want to know. That's all I ever wanted, and just dreamt of it. Dreamt of it every day, not every day, but kind of every day. But mm -hmm. to get to where I want to be is here. So. And what stage of your career did you get that tattoo? Uh, it was a, this was last summer, so the summer before my last season in it, Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah. So going into your final campaign in college, what proved to be the the one that catapulted you into yes. the National Football League. Amazing. <laughs> uh, ketchup on your broccoli. What is Ooh, going on? I don't know about that. There is, there is film out there. What, yes. What yeah. else do you put ketchup on, Kyron? Sometimes if the mac if my mac and cheese isn't if it's bland, I'm putting ketchup on it. Or bro, you could put sugar on your mac and cheese. It's fire too. I forgot about that one. But broccoli on my ketchup is. I don't know. I felt so. My best friend's my best friend's dad. When I was young, this is my one of my football coaches. We went to we would always go to this place called Cole Peppers, and 
um, one time he had got broccoli, he saw the broccoli, he put ketchup on it. I was very interested in it. I was like, well, I was young too. I was like, okay, that's that's different. I never seen it before. Tried it, liked it, and ever since then, like, if I don't like how the broccoli tastes, I'm gonna put ketchup on it. <laughs> I normally let my my two sons listen to these conversations, but I might have to cut this one off early because they already want <laughs> no, ketchup make sure they on hear everything. The mac and cheese and sugar, though. No. Uh, and Thanksgiving weekend, you and Patrick Mahomes. I think maybe you can bond over your mutual affection for ketchup. No, no, we could maybe siphon off not. some of his uh, sponsorship. Yeah, that would ketchup, be nice. Ketchup dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Kyron, I know it's a tough week for the Rams here. They're they're going through it in this season uh, of November, but I trust that better things are ahead for the team, and Always. I think you're going to be a driving force behind those. So thank you for stopping by. Good to get to know you better. Thank you for having me. Appreciate All right, for Kyron, I'm JB. This is Rams Revealed, as always, presented by NFL All Day. <laughs>